That's all I need to write in. That's all you need to write in. A marathon I'm entering. A marathon is entering. I'm raising for a charity. Sponsors come running to me. I've learned to cut that yellow line and park my bike there any time. No minute money for the meter men. The road tax up to pay to them. The petrol pump's been blown sky high. You're not silly, believe in me We sold our car to skip the fines And found I found I couldn't find Oh no, you don't call Morrissey Hello, good evening and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast I'm your host, Christopher Bowd, and tonight I'm joined by uh, Keith McGinty. Good evening, Christopher. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm grand. You're looking well. Yeah, yeah. Always are. <laughs> pretty solid. Handsome guy. Aye. Aye. And as you can see, he's pretty fit. Aye. Looking pretty, good. Pretty ripped. Aye, aye. Love day trainers. Aye. Nice and clean. Good. Uh, we pair of uh, bands, green and white. Quality. Because, you know, I'm a small child that has to show my football affiliation. To Are they green? Trainer. Don't look green. Well, it's a... It's a khaki, khaki green. Uh, mash green, as we described it in the last pod. Uh, Brian McManus. Hello. How are you doing, sir? Awesome. I'm liking Great to this. be back. This is a... Well, I was going to say it's a Feyenoord top. It's a wee bit... I don't know, sure don't know how much I like Feyenoord. <laughs> Why would you not like Feyenoord? Uh, Dutch. Even just because they're anti-Ajax. That's yeah, true enough. Fair good enough, enough reason. We'll, we'll take that. Louis McCaffrey. Yes, I am here. The Yow. Did we change that? You changed that last? I, I lose track of my nicknames. I'm sure I've got Is it Maestro? That was Maestro. Maestro. I'm back. I'm, we're Let's going, take that. We're going back to Owl. Well, oh, Owl's okay. better. Aye. Well, Owl's are pretty knowledgeable, aren't they? Yeah, okay, we'll go back. You have to ask. Sleep a lot. Yeah. And exactly. uh, we're also joined first time by David Edgar. Hello. How are you doing? Good I'm to good. break the podcast VL. Yes. <laughs> 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 you yep, you won't be a VL for long in this house, don't worry. <laughs> so we've got uh, plenty to talk about. Um, Including you winning the Grand Prix. <laughs> we'll not get into that. All right, okay. Uh, aye, so we'll start with Hearts before we get into the Grand Prix that was Kelly. Uh, <laughs> Hearts 4 1. Um, lot of interesting uh, lineup choices. Who wants to start us off? Anyone keen to tell us what they thought of the game? I've got a start to start us off with. I've oh, just remembered. Okay. Yep. The average age of the back four was 19 years and four months. That was against Hearts. Hearts game. <laughs> oh, Hearts game? Keith, you're out. Come back Jesus. <laughs> you need to move. You yeah. might I'm sit here. <laughs> I've got a start. you got 100% of your stats wrong so far. Yeah, I know. Awful. Keep it up. Just jumped the gun there, didn't I? David. Spraying everywhere. <laughs> Your first time in the pod, why don't you get started? Tell us about the Hearts game. Uh, McGregor, McGregor, McGregor. He was absolutely superb. Absolutely superb. I like this guy. Yep, he's... Uh, it's, uh, I love nothing more than start. when a, there's a Celtic player that turns it around. I love Bobby Petter, and I think Cal McGregor's probably the same. Had a bit of a hard time, and now he's probably, for me, first, one of the first names in the team sheet. He's been superb. He's doing incredibly well. There are a lot of thinking about who we brought in. We do have a lot of options in the midfield. Brian, um, 
for you is McGregor one of the first midfielders on the team sheet? No. Um, I think he's doing really well. I think he's actually he's it's great to see him develop, and he was a, an easy scapegoat for a lot of games. He did have a couple of poor games, but you can see he's developed and he's he's followed a really good career path in terms of how his own personal development and what he's done. You know when he's been out and loan and stuff. Uh, I can see how effective he is. I'm not entirely sure if he should be ahead of Rogic, but um, I do like McGregor and it's great to see him and a young Scottish player doing so well. And hopefully we'll start to get recognition, you know, in the international setup and stuff like that as well. Good stuff. Um, Griffiths returning. Uh, we seen a difference to how the team played compared to when he wasn't there, Louis. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, he came on the, the Rosenberg game and turned things around. Um, if I mean, if it wasn't for him, fair enough, he didn't score the goal, but the team had a much better shape about them. Um, and then, obviously, playing against Hearts, um, gets a couple of goals, and then was taken off, obviously, to kind of wrap him in cotton wool to a certain extent. Um but he's so he's so so important. We have to make sure, you know, if if we have, I think we we would all agree, if we had a fully fit, match sharp Griffiths going into the the Astana games coming up, we would be a lot more confident. Um, Dembele being out, we know he's not he's not going to feature in those games. So having Griffiths there is really really important. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, for the for the Hearts game, it really was about Cal McGregor, um, as you guys have said. From for me, I think Cal McGregor is, you know, I think he should be one of the first names on the team sheet. It's just, it's very difficult for him because of the players, the other players in that midfield. Because I think we've spoke about his position a number of times and where his best position is. And it, he's so versatile and he's played in so many places. I think we all kind of agreed that he should be, you know, not in the Rogic role. But in you know either the brown or the beaton role as it was at the time we were discussing it, but that Hearts game he was so good at finding space between the defenders in the midfield and that we that we pocket of space playing in between the lines, and he, he was he was hurting them almost every time he got on the ball. That I mean that's the logic role really. Um, obviously I'm I'm I'm. I'm going to vouch for Tam every time and say Tam has to be in the team, but I would like to see McGregor in there as well, but it's going to be at the expense of either Scott Brown or in Cham at this point, probably. So he's not a first name in the team sheet for you, then? I would, I would, no, I, I would have him in there, but I just mean from a point of view that Brendan Rodgers has spent, what, how much was in Cham? Four million or something? Yeah. He, and then you've got Armstrong, we've got just a lot of competition in there, but for me, he's certainly, form-wise, he's the best one of the midfield players, central midfield players right now. Yeah. I think with the 60-odd games a season, you would hope and expect Celtic to have, there's plenty of room for a bit of rotation in the midfield. Um Hearts game also seen Beton at centre back. How do we feel Beton's um, did at the, in the Hearts game? Keith? I didn't realise Beton was so young and kept the the age of the whole back four down <laughs> so long. <laughs> okay, I'm properly listening now. Um, <laughs> can I just go back to Calmac and just say how wonderful yeah, he yes, was? Yes, yes, yes. He was absolutely great. But talking about possessions for him. Um, depends what the midfield three that we're going to play because, like you say, he's not quite. The number 10 that Roger has, he's more of a 
an eight, he's going to be able to carry the ball. He's got quite a lot of similarities to Rodjick and Armstrong in their movement and the way that he can turn and control a ball like Rodjick does, which is absolutely brilliant. But he can also carry it forward, uh, pick a pass as well. Sometimes he overhits it, but he's getting a lot better at that. And he's got a blistering shot on him as well, as we saw at the, at the weekend. It was great to see him get that, that goal. He was being a wee bit greedy because he'd had quite a few chances before that one. I think he had like, three shots in total. But it was great to see him playing so well, getting the recognition. And uh, hopefully he's going to kick on from there. You're talking about Bitton at the, the back there. I thought he absolutely just breezed that game. Um, Hearts didn't really offer much in an attacking sense because you had, what was it, Lafferty up front himself. <laughs> That's the reason why. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were playing, it looked like a 4-1-4-1. Four, one, four, one. Um, they tried to keep the midfield really, really packed and uh, compact, but they weren't getting up to support them very often. Lafferty is just a big donkey that just likes to lead with his elbow and be late quite often, but we just passed it round them all the time. Um, often you would see the ball would go from, who was it going to? Was it was I think it was Bitton would play it to Lustig and then Lustig would cut it straight back across the park to Jozo, who would bring it forward then. We did that about three or four times. And it was as if that was us just trying to shift hearts out of position and we wore them down. He looked as if he was getting a wee bit bored um, around about the half hour mark and that's why he decided just to ping that one forward to to Griffiths. Um, what a ball it was. It was just so flat, low and precise. Griffiths took it wonderfully well and finished superbly. Good. <laughs> That's good. Uh, in Cham, that was a really good summation now. Uh, we've seen a wee bit of Encham. Uh, just how are we pronouncing this guy's name? Encham. Encham. Forget the T. Encham. I, I thought... Right. Ensync or... Right. I thought it was just Cham. Entrance. Well, see, I think he said that it's either Encham or ch- just Cham. So, so he doesn't know his own name. No, but I, I think it's. I don't know if and, and if there's variations in France or something. But you're quite multilingual. He said it could know? be two how ways. I go for Encham, but I'm N-cham. not. I've not heard it yet. I'm sure that's how they announced him last they night when he came on. Was Encham? So Kieran was saying it was Cham the first. Yeah, but nah, Kieran, Kieran's full of it. We're going to win Cham. Sounds better. Uh, but what did we actually think of him? Great name. It's a, um, it's a... I, I think he's going to be an absolute superstar. Although I'm trying not to get my head ahead of myself because I thought that about Landry and Guemo after his first couple of games. So <laughs> I liked Guemo <laughs> too. <laughs> um, he just looks perfect for that role. His composure, his passing ability. Um, his awareness is just fantastic and uh, I think he's an absolute find um, he's one of these players that Celtic pick up that you can see he's going to develop and then you know we'll sell him for a fortune a la Van Dijk and, and Manyama and things so I'm really really impressed with him so far watching him so far though he's not quite what I expected him to be I, he doesn't really he doesn't really look like the Wanyama type to me in the way he plays he seems no. very you know, he, he doesn't pick up the ball and run forward with it. You know, I thought that he was going to be, you know, kind of athletic, try to run at the defence, that type of guy, but it doesn't seem like that at all. Someone, I saw something, I don't know if it was a match report or something, from the the Hearts game and they called him a metronome. And that's kind of, that's kind of what you can see. He's like, everything kind of goes through him, yeah. but he's constantly just kind of... And that's why I thought I was at the game last night and watching 
Kuasi. We'll get to that one. Aye, I've heard. And, um, <laughs> but you will stick to the running order. <laughs> um, <laughs> Encham in the Hearts game reminded me of Kuasi <laughs> in the Kilmarnock game. But no, kind of similar, just recycling the ball, taking it in, passing it on, rather than really trying to do anything too Drive flashy on. himself. Other than, although he maybe doesn't run with the ball forward, but he's certainly got an eye for a pass forward. I like his range of passing because he seems to... We went to that Kelly game we went to last season. We talked about how we didn't have anybody that could switch the play quickly. And it seems to be a feature of the, the team that we're trying to do it a lot more often is get the ball from right to left as quick as possible. He does that really well. And he'll play the ball into space for like, Tierney to run onto. He did that quite a few times, which is, is great to see. And uh, we'll see what's your Dundee Derby here. Um, seen and Cham meant a... Armstrong didn't start um, in the Hearts game. Are we reading much into that? Surplus to requirements. Yeah. Keith, do you agree? Do you think we'll see Armstrong move on? Do you know, just now it's looking like we've got a ready place uh, replacement in McGregor for him. So we're not, like you were saying last week, we're not going to miss him as much. Um, staying that any time he comes on, he's still scoring a goal. He's getting into great positions to, to score. So, He's one of the ones that if we were needing to trim the squad a wee bit more to make space for a different position, then he would probably be the one that you'd be happy to, to see go. And I said yeah. a great season last year, obviously, and he looks like he's kind of continuing that form, which is great. And I don't really want him to leave, but there's maybe the end of last season you were desperate to keep him, but now that you've seen the other players that can sort of take up those roles, it's, it wouldn't be a great lot. And if you're going to get an English Premier League club, Offering stupid money for him, then pff, take it. Yeah. Do you not think he'll do a uh, John Collins going up for transfer? <laughs> I, I could see him uh, seeing the season now and then signs a, a pre contact in January. Do you think Rogers would give him a whole, you know, a lot of game time if he's going to go down that kind of route of I'm not going to sign a contract with you? Nah, I mean, he's not. He's not going to be a first choice pick, so nah, probably not. He's maybe just somebody that can come on. Um, I think he will leave eventually anyway. As far as I know, he's got aspirations to play abroad, so fair play. I mean, he's done a... I suppose last season's the Aye. the best that we've got out of him, because before, obviously under Ronnie, he'd done he'd okay to an extent, but I wasn't he? It was just kind of in flashes, so we'll see. It's not, as, as I said, it's not as big as a, a loss as I thought it might be. Good stuff. Um, anything else you want to say about the Hearts game? What was the average age of the back four? <laughs> what's, what's key? <laughs> the average age? 23 years and seven months. Good. Just checked that out Call there. It. Call it. <laughs> uh, briefly just touch on Hearts. Uh, calf row, time to go. I it was. Uh, yeah. uh, I was gone. No, it wasn't time to go. I'm good. <laughs> um, Nah, you know, we all like the idea of kind of like Ronnie Dyler, you know, a guy coming in, talking in a different way, trying to play a different way from maybe what the status quo is with a lot of teams, trying to, you know, go about things in what you would say was the right way and playing football with a bit of style and stuff. And his ideas, what I suppose, kind of like Ronnie Dyler, his ideas were great, but trying to actually get the players to carry out those ideas it just didn't happen for him and he just wasn't he, he couldn't get the results and in the end he wasn't very good as a manager not not to say that he's necessarily not necessarily 
a really good coach because that's obviously why he got the job in the first place. But clearly not a very good manager. Um, the interesting thing, though, is the fact that was Steve McLaren, Edgar, yeah, Edgar David, some big names. Um, I, who was a guy? There was somebody on the radio on uh, the radio the other night. On Dougie Friedman. Dougie Friedman. Um, he it was basically a lot of job interview, was it? Um, <laughs> but aye, it was uh, some decent names there. I mean, Steve McLaren, I think, would be a I think that would be a fantastic appointment for, I think for a couple of hearts. I really rate McLaren as much as he's made an arse of a lot of things. Um, I think he's a, a great coach. Um, it would be a real shock. And I don't know if... Because you'd still imagine Levine's going to be that director of football role. And I think McLaren will probably have... I don't know if he'd work under somebody like Levine because um, he's, of his stature. I'd... I'm not going to say I know he's worked under that when he's worked in Europe, but working I, in Europe, I, I working imagine in he's that worked in that structure. Sort of structure, yeah, but uh, Craig Levine. Uh, yeah. um, I'll get them relegated anyway, McLaren sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not think there's an argument that uh, Ian Caffro is Scottish, uh, Steve McLaren, really good coach, <laughs> but can't quite cut it as a manager? Uh, and McLaren's done it, though. He's had success as a manager, and he done it way. Got Middlesbrough to the what, UEFA Cup final, won the Eredivisie with, with 20, 20. and... So he's got success. He's just he's always been ridiculed for that what he done with England, but then every England That's manager England has. So you, uh, you just yeah. write that off. I think McLaren would be a great appointment, and it would bring some more like exposure to the to the league. Hi, um, just really interesting what you're saying about the links to to Ronnie. I don't. Did any of you see the Chris Commons? Uh, it's the same yeah, program yeah, as the Diggy Freeman, show, yeah. yeah. I, I, what did you think about that? There was a lot of chat about the exercise, at, uh, the, the, the fitness regime was pretty low-key and low-intensity and some of the guys felt they were kind of under. Uh-huh. I, that was it. Um, because he was coming in, he's playing, what, how many games did he play in Rosenberg? A, a season, maybe 30, 40. Coming into a 60 game season in, in Scotland, he was trying his best to like, preserve the players. Whereas, which we're led to believe now, what you should be doing is training the way that you're going to play and maybe limit that to like two days before a game um, and then just let the build up tactically in the, the couple of days leading up to a game. So it sounds as if Ronnie Dyler was just trying to rattle them in cotton wool a wee bit and maybe ran out of ideas for these training sessions I as th- well. I thought it maybe I, I th- also thought it sounded a bit like you know the way Ronnie used to talk about you know he used to emphasize you know 24 hour athletes and all that. I think in his head he did he maybe didn't see it as much his responsibility to make the players fit that they had to do it themselves. It was more important what they were doing when they weren't at the training yeah. than what it was when they were there. You know like it, I mean I think Chris Common said you know, things things were fine Monday to Friday. That that wasn't the biggest issue. The biggest issue was on a Saturday when Plan A wasn't working. Players would be looking about saying, "Have we just got to stick with us? Are we going to change or yeah. what?" You know. And but the the fitness things. You know, for a guy that banged on about fitness, for the players then to feel as if they weren't fit. He said after sixty strange. minutes they were, they were knackered. They were, yeah, and you yeah. could see that in the second season particularly. They just the team looked like they were blown out their arse a lot of the time when you got later on into the game. But then there's another opportunity that Chris Commons is just talking pish because he's Chris Commons. If, and I'm, if I'm going to trust any ex-footballers talk about, oh, sorry, not quite ex yet, <laughs> but um, about fitness, it's going to be Chris Commons. <laughs> uh, do you know, he's a shining light, but it's, uh, I mean, Dyla brought in a whole new coaching staff, nutritionists, revamped everything. Um, 
and everything he said, you could certainly see um, why, you know, it just made perfect sense. The first season, it all looked right. The second season, I think there was more to it than just maybe the fitness or, you know, whatever the coaching training regimes were. Uh, and you found, because I've seen an interview with Bo Mulgrew as well, um, with on that, is it Cy Ferry or something yeah. like that? Um, and Mulgrew saying that he, he took on board one of the, 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 the one of the diets and lost X amount of kilos in a week, but felt really unfit, which actually makes sense because you can't just lose hundreds of weight and expect to be running about for 90 minutes. Um, so I don't know. I'd rather, I think I'd trust Ronnie Dyler more than Chris Collins. Scott Brown's also said it as well, though. He's nice talked about it. You know. oh. <laughs> Ronnie is the greatest, eh? <laughs> totally. We'll trust Captain Brown on that one. <laughs> um, we've not seen very much, and obviously we don't know who their manager's going to be, but do we think, on the basis of what we have seen, the Hearts have a chance? I think we can all assume Celtic are going to run away with the league again, but that fight for second place, where you've got Rangers, Aberdeen, maybe Hearts, maybe Hibs. Hibs. Hibs are, Hibs are doing well. One five nil last night. Mm. Stokes scored two. F even scored. Celtic twenty twelve. And appa- apparently, um, Joe Ledley coming back. So I just noticed things, guys. No, genuinely, he was released by. Uh, was he was released Alice by Crystal Palace. Uh, Wouldn't surprise me. Um, but apparently, Simon Murray and Anthony Stokes have got a week and a partner. Obviously, they're going to be a partnership, but it looks as if it's working out well for them. If that works, that could be. That could be fantastic. But I think Hearts would probably... I, I, I don't know. You would think that Hearts... Hearts should certainly... They certainly should finish above Hibs. But you just don't know. Right now, you would you would say Hibs are I think capable of a good run. I think some cracking signings. They seem to be just gelling well together. And um, I think Saturday will be interesting because they're at Ibrooks, which will be... I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what sort of reception they'll let <laughs> Of a bodyguard in him, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, aye, so the Kelly game, 5 0. Go, Keith, go, go. Keith's got a point to make. Keith, finish that. <laughs> I believe, according to my source, my Norwegian source, uh, Christian Wolf, the back four was 19, was it 19 years, four months old. That was one of the youngest, if not the youngest, uh, Celtic back line we've ever had, and our youngest captain. Not all players added up to 19, no, no. Keith is 20, and Ralston are 19, and Miller. Calvin Miller is 18. 18. It's not bad, it's not bad. Um, they obviously played really well, but did they get tested defensively enough for us to make any judgments about how good they are as defenders? I, th- I, th- I was dead impressed with uh, Ayer. To be honest, I thought, you know, that uh, Urban, is it Urban? The boy that's up front for Kelly, who was at Motherwell. Um, or Erwin, maybe. The one to get punched? Aye. Aye. Um, I, you know, he he's a tall boy himself. He's probably about the same height as what Ayer is. And Ayer was, you know, pretty much dominating him in the air. Uh, any high balls that went up to him. Um, so he was winning those kind of aerial challenges. He was... Good with the ball at his feet, played a couple of lovely, lovely passes. I only remember him because I, rem- I remember someone, he's been criticised a wee bit for kind of 
although he, he, although he hits some good kind of long range passes often he, he has quite a few that go out the park as well I only remember really one last night where I thought that was quite poor and he was raging with uh, himself I, as well he was but um, I thought he was really good I thought he, he looked like a proper defender you don't I think for a period of time there, obviously, when he was used to playing midfield, you look at him and you think, yeah, he's changing position. But last night, I thought, no, he's a centre-half. So, you know, hopefully he can be the fourth centre-half and we don't need to go buy, buy someone. Obviously, it's early doors, but if he can play league games and then you've got Yozo, Boyata and Eric, you know, the three of them, obviously, we need them all fit, but we maybe don't need to go and buy another centre-half. You get Tierney played centre-half last night, played really well. Yeah. Um, but I thought the, the young boys are dead impressive. Ralston's a tank. He's just yeah. an absolute boss. Um, scored one, created one. Um, I think he's probably... He's more ready, I would say, than what Calvin Miller is. I think he could... I legitimately think he could go in and play, you know, 10, 15 games. And give give Lush to get rest. David, do you want to wax lyrical about Ralston? Ralston, I think that's a great point. Given Lustig's age now as well, it might be worthwhile giving him 10, 15 games this season. See what he can do. Yeah. Certainly games at Celtic Park, he's, we can see what he's got going forward. I think he looks sound defensively. As you say, he's an absolute monster. Yeah, he, he, look, he really looks like he is ready to, to step in and he, play games. He, he wasn't quite as attack. He, he wasn't pushing up as much as Calvin Miller was. But Calvin Miller's naturally a left winger, so maybe he would be inclined to do that anyway. But Ralston, I thought certainly first half, he was maybe less inclined. He, you know, kind of the way Lustig actually plays. When Tierney goes up and Lustig stays back, it was kind of that dynamic again. But then when Ralston did go forward as he created Armstrong's goal, he looked he looked dangerous. It was about 18 months ago, I saw the two of them playing in the development squad uh, down at Rugby Park. And Calvin Miller was actually playing as a forward. He was the, the striker that day. Um, it didn't show much... Uh, as a striker but you can see how he's just got that attacking instinct to get forward and he loves to whip in a ball and they're, they're quite dangerous balls that he's putting in as well it's just we're needing Griffiths to get to the front post a wee bit more often but the development in Ralston just the size of him in that time he's, he's, he's absolutely massive now their thighs are ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> it's the same for KD It the, the, the makes me feel like a wee guy when I look at him <laughs> Like he could crush me <laughs> We don't need to hear about what you <laughs> But in a nice aye. way Aye, in a good way Crush me <laughs> Crush me but in a nice way um, Brian, what, what were your thoughts on the the, the youngest Celtic def- Did you know it was uh, 19 years and 4 months on average That's quite on, impressive I didn't know that actually, thanks for, for bringing that up um, where did you get that stat from? Chris, I, I, I know, <laughs> I researched it myself. Good, yeah. good, good. Um, I was quite surprised at the lineup, um, but it's really good to see that, that Rogers has got so much faith in the youth because I was listening to something, I think one of the phone ins earlier on that night, and they were making the point that because it's a cup game, it's a one off, so it's probably not one that you want to take a lot of chances in. Whereas, obviously, we've got this one Friday, and if you want to sort of rotate the squad that's maybe a better opportunity because if you drop anything it's easier to catch up because there was an issue last night that's you out trebles gone and all the rest of it so but it, it does really make you 
realise that what Rogers is trying to do and the fact that he'll throw in these these youngsters whose average age of the back four is apparently 19 in four months, um, it, it stands them in good stead. And I think Louis is right that I don't think we necessarily have to... I know everybody's crying out for a new centre-back, but I don't think we need to go out and buy one because um, you could just be constantly buying players when a couple get injured. But I think Rogers will just look to the youth and, and bring them through. And similar to what he did with Beaton and... Rosenberg, when he was asked about, you know, if you get confidence playing these guys in these positions, and he just said, yeah. So that's great to see. And, um, and two young players that you probably would have expected to see first would have probably been Aitchison, who we didn't see, wasn't wasn't even on the bench. I remember, he's, what, 16? He's 17 now. 17? And, uh, Youngest Hen- scorer Liam in Henderson. Scottish football history. Liam Henderson mm-hmm. wasn't even on the bench. Mm-hmm. I mean, where is Liam Henderson? He just seems to have I, kind of disappeared. I mean, you see him in training. Yeah. I've seen the pictures and the videos that they put up. He's there in training. Why is he not getting a game? It's because of his, he would have taken the average age up. Oh, right, okay. So that's ah, right, try okay. to keep it down. <laughs> but we're also talking about the number of choices he has in midfield. Even if yeah. we lose Armstrong, Henderson's got a big, big task to get ahead of. I think, in front of him. I think it'll be interesting to see how... It affects things in terms of buying new players. I mean, are we not going to replace Izzy as a backup for left back? Are we just going to go with Calvin Miller? Are we going to get rid of Gamboa, who doesn't feature, get rid of him and rely on Ralston as the backup right back? Same with the centre halves with Ayer. You know, things like that. I mean, Rogers has got, I mean, we're not, none of us are after, you know, wholesale changes and, you know, three, four players. But I wonder if that that sort of thing, fair enough, it was against a rubbish Kilmarnock team, but if he has that kind of faith in them, does that mean that he's then not going to bring in players who are immediately going to be in front of them in the pecking order? But I think... Sorry about it. I mean, that is two or three positions that we definitely, if we're not going to rely on those young players, need backup. We don't have a left-back behind Tierney, other than Miller. We need a centre-back if Ayer's not ready, and we, well, we've got Gamble and Lustig, but are we happy with Gamboa for trying to push our profession? I think Gamboa York? would probably, again, somebody you would move on because this is, if Rogers is going to stay for the length that he's, he's signed the contract and things and he's clearly trying to build something, you need to start developing these players and the only way you do that is to give them game time and, and trust them. And I think we need to be prepared for, as much as we're all hoping we'll go unbeaten again and win everything, there's maybe going to be a couple of games this season where we blood youngsters and you just need to persevere with him. Very similar to what he's done with, with McGregor, um, where he's going to have off days because of their age, but you need to stick with it, and in the longer term, you'll get the benefit of it. So I would like to see Ralston as the, the sort of backup right back. Um, left back, I'm not sure Miller's ready to take, you know, event perhaps the KT, God forbid, then I don't know if Calvin Miller's the man just to come in. Um, I don't know if Gamboa can play left back. I've never, I've barely seen him at right back right enough, but... Um, when he's played the right back though he's impressed but like you said we need that space to to develop the, the mm-hmm. young players and left back right backs ideal lots for them because we're going to be attacking most of the time so it's not going to be like, dangerous positions where they could go in and have an absolute howler and then yeah. that's them just going to have their confidence shot to bit so that's a good place to start them off we've got a, a few we've got a lot of tweets uh, on the old Twitter box um, Danny McEnany um, McEnany 
possibly. Sorry. Um, do, you, do you think that players like Ralston, Kwasi, Miller and so on should be getting some more opportunities mm. this year? Yes. I think we all agree that that yeah. should happen. Yeah. I, uh, I think you'd sacrifice. But the chances of getting another invincible season is pretty much nil. I mean, well, you wouldn't put it past our team, but we've got to be realistic. Decisions go against you. Players are bad days. So I'd rather bleed youngsters than try to just keep this this run yeah. going uh, Joe McNabb uh, he asked will Ralston be our first choice right back by the end of the season I think there's a couple of people have asked that actually similar way that obviously Tierney yeah. replaced is he the boy I mean the boy looks good but come on it's me Kyle let's not get ahead of ourselves here but that's only if, if anything I mean Lustig's been great obviously and he's been pretty much injury free but um, if anything was to happen to Lustig and he's out for a few games Ralston plays well I think Rogers is the sort of manager that if you're you're in the team and you're doing well then you're staying there so I think there's maybe opportunities for him although I hope Lustig obviously stays fit and he's he's okay for the season um, Yeah I mean just on the on the Ralston chat um, Mackington Steele um, Ryan Solid name um, all asking a bunch of people asking about whether he should now be a second choice and what now for Gamboa. So I think we've we've kind of answered that. I think we're kind of all in favour of seeing yeah. Ralston a bit more. To be we've fair. also covered Anthony McVeigh's tweet. Should we be worried about the lack of depth at, at left back there? Thanks for tweeting in. Yeah, we've we've got, we've got hundreds of tweets, Chris. I'll I'll, I'll keep bringing them we'll up. Get, we'll I was right. going about nuts earlier on. It's good to see. Aye, there was I. Because I'm back. Because you're back. That's it. David, uh, we've talked about the young defenders, but there was a couple of our youngsters <laughs> in there as well. sounds like a flute band. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right, Jesus Christ. 90 minutes, <laughs> <select> young defenders. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Kuasi, <laughs> uh, first of all, um, we only got to see kind of 40 minutes or so of him, but uh, what did you make of the, the young midfielder? What is he, Morium? I think at the tail end of last year, I think there was a few people here desperate for him to play at Ibrox. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've not seen enough of him. Any time I've seen him in wee bits, I'm encouraged, but I need to see more. And again, I think there is home games at Celtic Park over the course of the year where hopefully from the Champions League you'll start to get a chance. Yeah. And the same for Ralston, Miller, Ayer. Aye. And I think the game last night was a cup game and it was against a team that Highly likely to be relegated, but I think it showed. I think Big Jigs maybe got a chance of keeping up. <laughs> Big Jigs going down. <laughs> uh, can see him elbowing past Hamilton to stay up. <laughs> uh, but I, we are a lot better than than the teams at the bottom of that league by a long margin, and I think we can bleed younger players and Kowasi would hopefully get a bit more of a chance. Oh. Kamarnock did not look up for that at all last night. They just were waiting for that 90 minutes to, to go and get the game finished. But Kuasi, for everything he did for those first 40 minutes, he just swept up everything in midfield. Um, he, he didn't hold on to the ball very often. He looks like a, a natural replacement for, for Scott Brown. But that, like you say, we've got to limit ourselves to... That was a really, really poor Kilmarnock side. That consisted of who did they have in their team? They had uh, they Chris block. Burke. He was a sweaty oh, mess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who else was there? It was Broadfoot. Broadfoot as well. was in there. He did the best UAKT's goal, didn't he? Uh, 
awful. Yeah, One, the, the, I was just going to say the only kind of youngster that maybe for me didn't impress was Benyu. Benyu was trying, he was trying, Aye. but you could tell that he felt as if he had to do something special to impress rather than just playing his game. Yeah. Because he was trying a bunch of tricks and turns and things and he fell on his ass more times <laughs> than he actually hit the ball. But, you know, you could tell, I think the crowd were like, you know, everybody could see that he was trying. He was just trying way too hard and Aye. nothing was coming off for him. It was, a, it was a shame. But I was looking forward to seeing him after the reports of him playing so well against Leon. But, you know, another one maybe not not going to get a lot of time. We'll see, we'll see. Did we in Cham when he came on? We've talked a little bit earlier about him. Um I get just recycling the ball, it didn't do anything spectacular. It, he was really just trying to keep things moving and um there, there was one point where I'm sure it was I was passing back to Ralston quite a few times. None of, nobody really wanted to play a, a forward pass really. And then in Cham get the ball and you could see right away he was like, No, I'm not I'm not going backwards, I'm not going sideways. He just he, I think he found Calvin Miller wide out in the left and he just pinged it out to him. Um but looks a really good passer of the ball. But again, more kind of recycling, keeping things going than anything too flashy, certainly last night. One thing I liked that I've seen them do a few times is when he's getting the ball to control it, he's actually touching it so it's played in front of him. So that he's setting touches like then straight into the pass. He's not taking a touch to control it, then move it out his feet and then hitting the ball. It's like touch, ball's ready, set, and he's getting that way quickly. Um, he's maybe need to bulk up a wee bit. He could be a wee bit stronger. Doesn't he seem to to win many of the, the, the headers? He could yeah. beef up a wee bit there, but um, it's just the he's, he's speed of thought is... Hopefully he does a Winyama in that regard because when, remember when Yama came in he was he was relatively skinny as well when he first came in and then he became you know like a young Tony Ralston. He looked a player for his first game. It was Man City's reserves. Uh, sorry, Man United's reserves. I think it was we were playing at Celtic Park. And you could tell he was just a standout the the, the, the game that uh, night. Uh, we we mentioned uh, Kirk Broadfoot earlier on um, that Kieran Tierney goal. Oh, amazing! Oh, what a made, goal. made by Kirk Broadfoot's expression after it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just to sum everything up, it was perfect. Oh, it was a stunning goal. I just I was saying that earlier on. It, it was as if it was in slow mo when you watched it happen. It was oh. just you thought, why, why is he trying it for there? And then just you know you wonder where the ball is going to end up, <laughs> and then you see the, the net ball. You're like, Jesus, what what a hit! Just. Goal of the season. Yeah. Goal of the season right away. I don't Give it to him now. Done. I don't think we'll see a better goal. Um, talking about that, uh, at the Galatron on Twitter has asked the question, do we think um, Tierney, is he wasted at left back? Are we going to see him move into a more forward position? I was, yeah, I was just saying last night, I think he's our equivalent of Philip Lamb at uh, Bayern Munich. Germany because the positions that he can play already shown that he can play pretty much anywhere along the back uh, back line. He can move up into what, what, what left would wing. be the average age of the back line if he played every position? <laughs> <laughs> 19? 19. No, 20. He's 20. Uh, and he's looking good as well. I, no, I just think that he's been trying to hit 
digs a wee bit more often, <clears throat> and he's got some power in that left that left boot. I think that's why he had to be so far out to give it a chance to come back down. <laughs> but it just the view from behind it oh, was just stunning. Else. It just it's unerring. It just does not move at all. My favourite goal we see at Celtic Park is a screamer for distance, and you don't see very many of them. We tend to just get into the danger zone. That's just smart football. Yeah, it's only like one in twenty shots to let that go in. So I think you're started out your nut the night. I've been told that one before because I love that <laughs> one. I, have, I, have, I, dig, I was talking about Chris Collins. Like, how dig for distance? Like, no, no, getting the VZ, pal. <laughs> that was a good friend, Seth. They thought it was that one, one in twenty. Um, but try to think of the screamers we've seen down the the years at Celtic Park. You've had Bitton with a couple. Macamora against Rosas. Sean Maloney. Not obviously not qu- nowhere near as far out, but Armstrong's decent for a for a wee dig at the That's edge of the a box. Dig, aye. Commons against was it Carabag? Oh. Youthful. He was out of position. It was a way. It was a, <laughs> I would have preferred we didn't score and Common <laughs> scored that goal. Uh, and he should have been in the danger zone before he shot. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I struggle to think of a, a a long distance shot that was as good as, as Tierney's goal. Greatest I've seen. Yep. Get it right around you, Rivaldo, on your free kick. <laughs> <laughs> But I uh, so uh, back to the question though. So w- he's capable of playing along anywhere along the back, really. Um, do we think he will push forward and uh, forward up? You're making your lamb point. I don't know if this is just a, a ploy to to get extra millions added on for when we come to sell him in a couple of years. He's never, he's never sell ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. I don't know. I can see he's that good. That if he impresses like he's been doing in the past couple of years, especially in the Champions League, then crazy money would come in for him. And I'd love to see him go and play at a high standard and really show what he can do it and then come back to his. But Brendan's going to win as a Champions League and Keon Tierney will captain us to it, so can't get any higher than that. That would be amazing. <laughs> would be, wouldn't it? be amazing. <laughs> um, personally, I don't think we should. I think if you try to think of world class left backs, it's the Few and far between. So I think if Kieran Tierney can play Lee Naylor. Back that way, oh, that's a good point. Until McGeady came in and ruined them. <laughs> Danny Fox. Danny Fox for six months. Mm-hmm. That Mo Kamara. <laughs> Celtic have had a plethora <laughs> of amazing left backs. Tosh McKinley. Aye. Five a dozen. don't know, does that even make any sense? <laughs> <that works? laughs> uh, no, I, I think he's... Uh, keep him a left back. until unle- Unless totally. Miller gets to the point where you know what? He's that good that he should be playing there, and then we can. It's good to have the versatility, and he can obviously slot in at various positions. In fact, he could probably play anywhere in the field if he wanted. But I think you keep him at left back and just develop him there. Could he potentially be Scott Brown's replacement? He can tackle. He's got the drive for going forward. Mm-hmm. He can pick a pass. Tenacious, mm-hmm. but he's kind of good at shooting and stuff as well. Which is, he's got it all. Everything in his locker. He is. He is, He has clearly got captain written all over him. Without a doubt. Yeah. I am going to think about Kieran Tierney later on tonight. So that's why um, Louis no said that in the past five minutes. <laughs> he's just. He's just. He's just. Uh, just. Uh, just thinking. Just thinking. <laughs> um, so we'll take a wee musical break and uh, we'll come back. We'll talk about um, David's journey throughout the season. Uh, the upcoming Jags game and we'll talk more about Twitter. 
drums echoing tonight And she hears only whispers of some quiet conversation She's coming in 12.30 flight The moonlit wings reflect the stars that guide me towards salvation I stopped an old man along the way Hoping to find some old forgotten words or ancient melodies. He turned to me as if to say, Hurry, boy, it's waiting there for you.
Welcome back after uh, my fantastic musical choice, which was a belter, 100%, club banger. Um, so we're joined on today's pod uh, by uh, David Edgar, um, who is the boy on the road. David, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing? Uh, firstly, apologies for the name for it. It sounds like a kind of American cheesy coming of age film, <laughs> Boy on the Road. Um, so, it's Gal's favourite band. <laughs> <laughs> what, foot, what footage should do some sort of review of it, I think. <laughs> I'll have a word. Yeah. In a nutshell, apparently I'll be cycling to all the away league games this season uh, to try and raise a wee bit of cash for the Celtic Foundation and boost my ego a wee bit. Nice, it's, uh, you're a braver man than me. I don't think I could cycle to... My Brooks. Yeah, we'll go back. <laughs> the end Brooks. of the street. I don't think I could cycle to Hamden, and it's literally behind us. But, <laughs> um, aye, it's, it's a fantastic effort. The Foundation, can you tell us a little bit more about the great cause that the Celtic Foundation is? Yep, um, reading from their website, they, no, they do loads of stuff helping... Uh, Kind of adults get back into education, retraining. They do a lot of fitness work with people that maybe need to lose a wee bit of weight, um, learn a bit healthy eating, and they do a lot of work internationally uh, with Mary's Meals. So, yeah, they do a lot of good work. It's not all getting ploughed into the, the boys' club. Uh, really, really good cause. Um, Keith, you've done a wee bit with the foundation as well. I have. I've signed up for the 10K and doing the sleep out again this year, but it pales in comparison to cycling to... Every away ground. That's nothing. You should nothing. be. You should. Hold be, on a minute. You, you, I think staying up all night at a freezing cold Celtic Park. Kicking about in a bikes, none. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? He's just wanting to get to away games. That's, that's all. I know. <laughs> Anything to get a ticket for Tyne Castle. <laughs> Uh, have you measured it out? How, how far are you going to be travelling? Uh, the, <laughs> the cycle or... Aye. Uh, the, the cycle. <laughs> you know how much uh, to cut off. It depends what the top six is. Ah, of course, of course. So hopefully counting the, the bottom six. Um, but I think as a mi- minimum it'll be about 12, 1,400 miles. Jesus. That's if it's kind to me. But no doubt Ross County will have the season of their life. Aye. And it, they'll finish second. Was it October or November you said, or? Uh, November, November for Dingwall. Oof. Fantastic. Great boy. If anybody knows any good pubs up there, <laughs> let me know, please. T- tweet is in, tweet is in. Can you drink and cycle, though? Are you allowed uh, to get pissed no, on a bike? No, no you're on. No. Right, off the record. <laughs> <laughs> Although up Dingwall way, I'm pretty sure the rules are a... a slightly a more relaxed, thing. I think. All right. All right. Oh, do not drink I was and drive. Say, like, 90 minutes in it. But I probably won't be too popular to say that, will it? It's <laughs> done there. <laughs> Uh, but Nightmare, I think, does not encourage drink driving, just to be clear. <laughs> um, I, I was going to ask, where can our uh, listeners give you a wee follow and donate? They, they can go to probably my Twitter page. It's at Boy in the Road. Yep. Uh, again, um, that's not a film, but yeah, <laughs> at Boy in the Road. And it's got all the details there for the donations page. And you can see some ill-fitting pictures of me and Lycra. So, wow, that's selling it. it. Selling it. Um, is it a... Is it just given or is it a... It's a my Donate page. My Donate. I knew it was the links on the Twitter. Yep. If I was well-versed, I would have the link with me. But Go to, go to Twitter. Yeah. We've tweeted it out um, earlier tonight. We'll tweet it out again. Um, you get on any of the other social media. We're on, we're on the Instagram. We're on the Flipbook. We're on, we're on the Bebo. I've started a Facebook, but I really can't be bothered with that. It's just one seems enough. <laughs> Can I, I'm settling on Twitter. Well, what you do, Kieran will do your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Louis will sort out your flip book. Sold. 
Brilliant. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, have you got any highlights? Have you have you thought of any of the, the journeys or anything like that? I went forward to the trips to Edinburgh again because there's a theme here. The pubs are good. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to Hearts and Hibs. Um, Just to confirm, you're not cycling home for all these grounds, are you? No. Oh. No. I might cycle back for Partick because that's nice and easy, but that's probably about it. We supporters busting the way back. Good. Aye. Aye. So, sorted. And since he's babied up, we don't want him Aye. on I'm the road. I'm not cycling down for Dingwall. And, no. and have the, the club guaranteed you a ticket for every away game? Uh, unfortunately not, no, no. So you could cycle all the way to some <laughs> of these stadia and not get in? I'm sure I'll find a way. Aye. Aye. Potentially I could take a nice wee picture of a tawdry from the outside. Come on, it's, it's for the foundation, you ain't Come the on, club Tony. Get involved. Yeah, friend of the podcast, Mr. Hamill. Maybe Brendan listens and you know can get me a nice seat in the director's box for one of the away games. And the worst comes oh, to worst, just stand there. on the bike. Hospitality is a dangerous place. <laughs> Aye, I heard that. That's, that's, that's a, bit. a bit bizarre. Yes, that's all I Although, because again, I heard that might not have been a Celtic fan because it's hospitality. I don't know. I don't know, but it's... Taking gone for a slash to a whole different level. Oh, that's poor. I'm sure if necessary I could wrangle my way into the home end at some places. Some grounds that don't sell it. Aye. Well So I'm sure I'll survive. Yes, yes. Well good luck to you, sir. Um as I say, you wouldn't catch me doing it because primarily I'm a fat <laughs> bastard. You could maybe cycle to all the cup finals this year. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> done. <laughs> Sorry. I'd sponsor you. Yep. Well, well done. So where's this 10k you're doing, Keith? Uh, it's the Glasgow one. I don't know. I think it's just around the streets of Glasgow. I'm hoping other people are going to turn up as well. It's the 1st of October. I've really oh, just right. I, I, piled I, 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 on the weight. So this is my excuse to try and get fit. And I've been out about three runs so far. And I've got about a month to go. So why you were late tonight? You ran here? It looks like it, I'm a sweaty <laughs> mess again. No. Have you got a bike? I've got a bike. The bike is sat outside the flat for about four years. And it's got about four inches of dust piled up on it. Uh, I could probably... Yeah, you want to put me in touch with somebody to fit a couple of punctures? And <laughs> good man. That'll help. I, I appreciate that. Lovely. Uh, so first game that you will be cycling to is on Friday? Yeah, the mighty 4.5 miles to, to Fur Hill from Celtic Park. So... <laughs> journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step my friend Um, which leads us quite nicely into Friday's game Uh, although I do have a stat that David's the youngest ever cyclist to all the away games in Scottish Premier League that's (laughs) according to my good source Christian Wolf. good stuff good stuff speaking of source anybody get any stories about sources (laughs) shut up (laughs) (laughs) nothing we're going to very original we did (laughs) We did actually have a, a, a question for David. Um, so, David Edgar, we have a question from Alan Edgar. Um, does uh, Does David feel he has a natural affinity with Brian Loudrup as he's also the less successful brother of the two? <laughs> <laughs> Good to see that miniature Edgar's uh, still on Twitter. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We, yeah. oui, Alan. Uh, Alan, great guy. F- former member of the... Uh, Bundesliga football podcast. I thought Alan would have been the first egg, Edgar to get on the 90 Minute Cynic podcast, but he beat him to it. There you go. Did Alan? I made, I, has he never appeared on no? I don't think he's ever came on uh, no. 90 Minute Cynic. He was on, obviously. Is that when, your, when your we were doing YouTube videos when you were went through to Edinburgh? 
watch games. Aye. Aye. That was a Bundesliga one. That's interesting. Aye, aye, that was... It was premium content, but free, about (laughs) Bundesliga football. Do you know, I'd have paid for that. I'd probably paid a a subscription, like a monthly thing for that. (laughs) Should maybe try that? Yeah, well... Should maybe do it again. Bundesliga football 2.1 or something. Oh dear, oh dear. Right, so Partick Thistle. Um... We Friday night game. What do we think about the Friday night games? Love a Friday night game. Love a Friday. It's something to do. We're all old bastards these days. We're not. Out I not get out anywhere. So uh, I don't even know good. if bonkers is still open. But <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, th- I think Friday night football's a good idea. I think if um, you know Friday night football, people looking for something to do on a Friday night anyway. You know, why not? I mean, I think it was quite well received, certainly last year. I don't know how many games we actually played on a Friday last year. Um, Aberdeen, or if, or Kelly, it's just... Hunters. Uh, well, yeah. the, uh, the Kilmarnock game mm-hmm. that we went to right enough. But no, I think it's a good idea. I think it'll be... We won't... We won't certainly won't see the side that played against Kilmarnock, um, against Partick Thistle. Um, probably revert back to our strongest side, but... Um, Suppose it'd be interesting to see if any of the any of the youngsters r- retain their place, but probably the only one that had a sniff, I suppose, would have been Kuasi. But of of course, Brown's back, and Brown was suspended uh, for last night's game. But no, nah, I think we'll be we'll be back to our strongest lineup. But it'll be a it'll be a bit of a test. Partick Fizzle had they've not had the the best of starts. Did they know? Beat um, St Johnson three nothing last night. Yep. Away. Did, oh, in the did they, eh? League Cup. Shit yeah. start, mate. It's pretty poor. I've just spent at least six. But um, How, How's the league for? They get Absolutely 3 no 1 idea. off the Hibs. <laughs> the uh, mighty Hibs. So Erskine scored the, the first, the opener. And then. Fetched the gap, yeah. Did they get rid of that mad mascot thing? Did they not? Oh. No. Sure, did they not? Sure it isn't true. I don't know. I just I thought they did. I could be totally wrong. Another team's came out with a shite mascot. Oh, Murderable. A shite mascot? Do you want to back up there a little bit? What? Do you like that Kingsley thing? A kid drew it. Brilliant. What? But Kingsley. (laughs) Horrendous. No. Come on. We've spent a season talking about a mascot. We talked more about Kingsley than we did about... I can't hear that. Exactly. So now Motherwell are trying to jump the bandwagon and they just look pathetic because they're trying to do with Partick Vissel. What have they got? It's a mad stupid superhero with like... Fucking armor on or something. A kid, a kid threw it and won is a competition. A is it a night? No, no, a night? no, no. It, it's like Banana Man. But did not be Iron Man for up there? This not steelworks. I've just messed that up, no. right? Yeah. Jesus, You're on fire well, tonight, Keith. Steel is iron, so that's based on iron. So he's fine. <laughs> but speaking of Hoopy's Jenny's very underrated, don't you think? Hoopy's a really underrated mascot. He does a great job. Nice. <laughs> I mean, he's he a does. Doug, so, solid mascot. Doug. A why, why, why is your mascot a Doug? Poopy the Huddle Hound, it's all alliteration. That's what you're <laughs> looking that's for. That's probably it. <laughs> Fair enough. It's no hard, mate, it's no hard. Poopy the Huddle Horse didn't quite sort of sit right. <laughs> <laughs> and they couldn't get two guys to do the mascot every week. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see that now. <laughs> Next Get your Celtic mascot sign. Be <laughs> 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 brilliant, <laughs> big stallion getting about the place, man. I've, I've just got a picture of this Motherwell mascot. He's there. Aye, that what is that? So is that a steel girder that he's holding? Because they're the steel men, and then it's this some sort of 
Batman ripoff thing going on here? I don't. Uh, what's, what's his name? It, uh, Jethro Tam. Steel Man and his sidekick Raven Steel. <laughs> <laughs> see if they just see if they just get a Raven hoof rip off in. <laughs> would have been better, but no. Steel Man. Steel oh, Man. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. Done, I don't see why you're comparing it to Kingsley. What? This is just a. Just because it's a new mascot. Come on, how often do clubs refresh the. Nobody Not often enough. We don't care. <laughs> well, we're, ta- we're talking about horse and hound here. <laughs> well, there we go. It's a double act. Do you know I'm I'm Big now expecting to horse. see this. What, what we should never mind signing new Hoopy players. The hound and Harry the horse. <laughs> Forget Game of Thrones. I think this is this is the way to go. Absolutely. Celtic mascots, but aye, the Motherwell mascot shite. Kingsley, however. <laughs> He 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 sparked our love for mascots alive. Okay. But Kingsley's really scary looking. Yeah. He brought He's quite aggressive. The mainstream, didn't he? With that totally. One. It's just it's so typical of Thistle, though. Like just getting an artist aye, to create a mascot. Totally. Very um, West Endy. Aye, it's, aye. So, give me a shot at your bike on Friday. David <laughs> <laughs> Again I would be Quite interested In seeing Kingsley Ride a bike That intrigues me For some reason I love how Do you think he could Our uh, in-depth analysis Of the up-and-coming Party <laughs> Fissel team As <laughs> a mascot Riding a bike IDK mate We've got All the knowledge Right so Back to it um, Who wants to start <laughs> I don't even know What we're talking back, about back, back to the Jack Who wants to start us off With our predicted lineup from Celtic and then obviously we'll do Partick Vessel because we all know 11 Partick Vessel players. <laughs> um, well, Lustig, obviously, I think we'll be back. Um, goals, that's a bit fucking. <laughs> <true. laughs> Alright. Gordon and Goals, Lustig, um, Yozo, if he, he, was ju- he was just rested all together, wasn't he? Because he'd. I think so. Uh, uh, he's played a, few, uh, a lot of games. Um, I'll be interested to see who partners him. Very. I suppose. I, for me personally, I mean, I would have said, you know, Beaton, let's see if we can get Beaton into a centre half. Because you think, as we said, there's so many midfielders, you'd probably be looking at Beaton, you know, one of Beaton or Armstrong is probably, it'd be between one of them, just because Armstrong was contract and all that, one of them could potentially leave. I don't but, think there's any potential. Sorry to interrupt, but I think if Beton isn't capable of moving into the centre-back role, I think you sell him. I don't well, see yeah, any future well, midfield for him at all. Exactly, that's it. But it's whether... Well, Brendan Rodgers is very complimentary about him since he has been in there. So is he going to try and mould him into a centre-half um, to you know prolong his time at the club? I don't know. Um, but after watching Ayer last night, I would, I would rather that Ayer was in there. Um, so I would have him in obviously Tierney left back um, midfield Browning and Cham um, and then decision time and then it's it's I've just got to go with Tam unfortunately <laughs> um, although I just wish McGregor was in the team somehow out on the right Johnny Hayes Johnny Hayes was alright He got better as the game went on last night I thought But he, he was still kind of having a bit of a hard time um, We're talking about really venue I think Hayes almost No he, he just Considering how great we looked Hayes almost looked like the odd man out Aye I think he struggled a wee bit to, to adapt um, 
But I would probably play him ahead of Forrest again just to try and get him some more game time in the team. Um, Sinclair obviously on the left and then up front big question there big question mark over has, that has to be Griffiths doesn't it it has to be Griffiths I don't know I'd get 45 minutes out of him and if we're winning don't come out for the second half and just wrap him up I was um, kind of surprised he got as much time last night um, just once you get to 3-0 and you think that's that yeah I I, was, I, I didn't think he'd come out for the second half Um Forrest obviously again coming on for him uh, and playing up front. That must have been the plan because it was 55 minutes when Forrest started to go up and Jane get ready to come on. Yeah. So he must have thought, get an hour out, ye, then we'll, we'll make that switch. It's a bit, it is a bit of a gamble, isn't it? Because you've got, I mean, he plays against Partick Vissel. It all goes well, he doesn't get an injury. He's that bit more sharp. He maybe gets a goal. Mm. He's that bit more confident. But the flip side is, if he gets an injury... It's worst case scenario ahead of Astana, so it's a bit of a decision to make. David, uh, same with. I would say the same with Jozo. Um, I would be a bit worried about playing Jozo again. If he plays, he gets another game under his belt, gets into the swing of things. But if he picks up an injury, then we're in a bit yeah. of bother for next week because you're probably talking about a centre back pairing of Bitton and Ayer, Tierney and. Yep, going into midfield. Ah, sorry, going into centre back and then playing. So there's part of me that wonders will he mix and match the team tomorrow. So, so you're for me personally, you're I would, Brendan. I would go Gordon and goals. I would go Tierney left back, Lustig right, and I would go Ayer Bitton. Bold. Uh, I would go for Scott Brown in midfield, Callum McGregor, and is it Nitchum? I'll go for Nitchum. Uh, Rogic. Griffiths up front, on the left, Sinclair, and on the right, Forrest. You say Rogic, is, is that an That's extra man? It's 12 players. That off. That we would pump, part of this. I would love that as a lineup. 12 players. We should try it. Aye. So you're, I need to drop Rogic then, because I need to keep McGregor on the team. <sighs> yes. We should stick to your guns, unlike Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Keith, any. I would have. Jozo in uh, centre half as he's their only recognised defender there, the one that's been playing there probably longest. Um I could I think for the European games, I think he would probably tend to go with Bitton just now. Although Ayer's done himself no harm at all in these performances. I would be happy enough for him to, to start on Friday. Um midfield Brown. McGregor and Cham again keep Armstrong for the, the bench I think that's going to be our, our midfield going forward and hopefully keep it nice and settled for going into the, the European qualifiers um, with see I'm not sure if we're talking about keeping um, players fit yeah so I, I, I think I might maybe start Hayes on Friday night um, wide right that's the Dundee Derby just finished there. Um, I'd start. He is wide right and Sinclair obviously in the, the left, but we're, we're losing a lot of width there, so. Ah, that's a trick one. I don't know. Aye, aye, right. He's right. Left Sinclair. Griffiths up front for an hour. Bring Forrest on after that. Or. Aye, go for that. Brian. 
You sure you're finished? <laughs> I'd actually agree with Keith, believe it or not. <laughs> um, I think Simunovic and Beton's the best centre half pairing because that's probably what will start next week. Um, you get give Griffiths game time, and I think he's like I think Louis said there. He's he's not quite up to speed yet, and he's I think it's a confidence thing because you could see that against Rosenberg where you wanted me to do stuff, but I think he's maybe just now seeing the step up that he's made and he's not quite there yet. So I think we just need to give him some more game time. So, so would you, so you're giving them game time to get him up to speed as opposed to just going way Forest and trusting that just now. Yeah, I would, I would, I would give Hayes um, some game time. Forest, you know what you're going to get. Um, in fact, no, you don't know what you're going to get with Forest. It's absolutely hit and miss. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd give Johnny Hayes certainly more league league game time. Yeah. Personally, I think Forrest is, is still getting massively underrated. He's, the game against Hearts, I thought he was excellent. Every time he was getting the ball, there was two players on him and they didn't have a clue which way he was going, if he was going to go down the outside or cut inside. And the runs that he was making was just were, were, were great. It was creating a lot of space for the other players. Him, McGregor and Lustig over that right side of the, the park worked really, really well together. They, they make space for one another, they move... They keep McGregor always runs on ahead of the the attack as well, so it's great to see players like that getting that wee bit of familiarity with one another. So I would keep the three together on the on the the right. Um, Rogic, Rogic played last night. Aye, played. It didn't seem to do. Ah, but didn't seem to do. He was sensational, man. He was tidy. Oh, he was amazing. Man of match. No, I thought he was. He was quiet at, at points. He maybe wasn't as influential as he usually is. But see the way he takes the ball on uh, the turn. Sometimes you just, just, just oh, uh, uh, oh. unbelievable. He actually almost scored a screamer after right after Tierney's. So literally a minute or two mm, after that, um, and it just went over the bar. Um, but uh, Tam Tam's just sensational, unbelievable. Well, might as well get into the. Before we finish the debate about whether we need a third striker or not, we will, we will. But just the f- so, Rogic or um, McGregor against um, Astana, I suppose, is the question. If you're playing those guys just now, so do you guys, and we're not going to talk about Astana in too much detail, but am I I'm getting the feeling that people would prefer McGregor to play against them? You've just gone with the form just now, and McGregor's got that bit of form. We've got a f- full season ahead of 60 odd games we're going to play again there'll be times where Roderick's in form and he'll play ahead of them uh, but just now you go with the guy that's in form that's confidence is high and has been the most effective for the team and that's McGregor Um and just finally predictions for the Jags uh, I'm going to go 3-1 Celtic 3-1 I think conceded I had I think maybe maybe a set piece. We, we don't know what the centre half pairing's going to be and things like that. You never know. Well, I, 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 I conceded while Styles been there, so if he's in, we're probably sorted. Yeah, he's a boss. Um, no, I, I I don't know. I just I, th- I think you, you saw with the with the Hearts Hearts game that should have been a clean sheet. And Craig Gordon was re- was majorly at fault for that goal. Yep. He should never get beat at his near post like that. I don't know. Joe's always big. Uh, Kung Fu tackle ah, to try and oh, get there was, was a, there, was a, there was probably quite a few mistakes in that because I think Encham was fucking all, all over the place as well and didn't mark, it, mark the man running through but 
I don't know. I, I just think there's that we can get a wee bit lax at times, especially when we're a few goals up. Right. You, you can't can he rule out a goal getting in. Three one for him. Keith. Um I'm hoping for a a really boring one 0 win. Because I'm going to miss the game. I'm going through to Edinburgh to see Tommy Tiernan and I totally forgot about the game on Friday night. So, as long as it's one mere name, that's all it matters. Good that you're looking out for your fellow fans there, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same. See, when I go to the toilet, I just hope we don't score. I don't care if we're 2-0 down, don't score because I don't want to miss it. I hope it's a lovely night. David, I hope your cycle's beautiful and weather's lovely and all that. But really boring, drab, 1-0-1. Oh, game of the season. Uh, McManus. 10-0. Best game you've ever seen in your life. Everybody's Cal raving Mark about Patrick. it. Exactly, yes. Oh, I think it'll that. be... Um, I don't know. I think I think Thistle are, are going to be difficult at, at their, their own ground, but uh, maybe a, a 2-0. Any players you think for Thistle may be quite dangerous for them? Um, Jerry Britton. I think. Good. Chick He's, Charnley. Chick Charnley, a good goal scorer. Um, um, Kingsley versus Hoopy. Hoopy all day. All day, every day. Uh, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Yeah. So, um, young Louis made a very good point. Um, transfer activity. Uh, so, we'll start off with the striker question, I suppose. Do we need a full striker? David's prediction for the game. Oh, sorry. Four slack, about slack. That was. That was, that was Gallagher-esque. <laughs> I'm going to go for now. Full now? Yep. That's On fair. current form. Aye. And hopefully fair. you'll get in. To see it. I've got a ticket for this. All right, that's all right. That is good, 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 good. Beautiful. Um, aye, I'll say five now. Why not? Uh, aye, so we'll, we'll start with you, David, since I almost missed you out. Um, <laughs> a striker. Um, the Celtic need a third striker, and if we do, you know, we've seen a bit of debate around we should get somebody maybe young and up and coming, or we should get somebody... We shouldn't settle for somebody who isn't that good. Some people are saying basically a new Chifty because he's not going to play that much, whereas others say, well, we should always be signing somebody who's pushing to get in the first team. And we shouldn't have any um, thoughts for Griffiths or Dembele if they're not good enough. Tough. For me personally, the problem is Griffiths and Dembele's injury record, not the third striker. I think they need to get to the bottom of firstly Dembele's injuries because they also need to be hamstring ones. And then the issue with Griffiths. So I, I personally don't think we need a third striker. I think you've got young Aitchison, if the worst comes to the worst. You've got Sinclair, who's, I think, only been tried a few times there. And Forrest, if necessary. So I think for the, the level we're at with the league games, I don't think, personally, there's any need for it. Right. I'd rather see by a, a player that we'll mention soon. OK. Um... I kind of agree. I don't think there's worth calling out for a, a third striker. But then again, I think it was Gal might have mentioned somebody like Louis Moult, um, who's maybe up and coming, could do a, a decent job, decent age. But then is that, if you were to go for him, is that going to be very similar to the sort of Scott Allen signing where you bring him in because he's, he's, he's getting a decent reputation and then he never gets a game. So I don't think we're calling out for it if because we've got people that can fill in. Um, but if an opportunity came up to get a young player with, with loads of potential, then I'd go for it. I, I don't like the whole, you know, trying to make do with midfielders and shoehorn them into that position. I, I just don't feel as if it works. I mean, you, like, take the Rosenberg game, for example, where Forrest played up front 
And although he played up front against Sunderland and, you know, Rodgers was full of praise for him, he played against Rosenberg. He should have scored, actually, in the first half. Uh, but it was, a, it was a fantastic save to deny him, to be fair. But he didn't really do that much. I don't think he troubled them that much. And then you saw when Griffiths came on, a proper striker, he totally changed things. And it ended up it benefited Forrest because he scored the goal. But I just don't like the fact that we're trying to shoehorn people in. Mm. It's difficult, but I think the best solution, hopefully, is to have a young, uh, to have a youth player step up and, and try and make a name for himself. And the only one that I think is even close to it is Jack Aitchison because we've seen him before. I like, I, I, I've always liked to look at that Luke Donnelly, the big tall striker that played mm-hmm. that plays for the development squad. But he's never... I think he was on the bench at one point under Dyla, um, but I don't think he ever actually came on, to the best of my knowledge. But Aitchison, okay, he's, not re- he's obviously not ready for the Champions League. But the only way he's going to surely get ready for that type of scenario is if he's given some league games. You know, obviously we've got to pick and choose them, but I think last night showed that he's got faith in the youth players. It's just maybe he's not quite... I mean, Aitchison scored tonight for the development squad. Um, I think it was a penalty, to be fair, but I, I think that's probably the solution. Not go out and buy one, because they're gonna then you're going to have to try and please them. But someone like that, if he gets... If he gets three, four games this year, he would be absolutely delighted with it. The issue that maybe with is, even if he is of the quality that will be good enough, is somebody that's no long-term 17. He's a wee guy. Um, but if, if you're good enough, you're old enough. Is that not the, that not the thing? That is a thing that has been said once or twice. But Tony Watt, can we get him? Ben that's Hutchison, get him up, promoted. I really thought Ben Hutchison was going to be something. He, he, he looked all right. He looked, I was, uh, was I know the same time as Mizuno looked like mm. he could be somebody as well. There was a lot of development squad Josh Thompson. action there. Yeah. The only ones we've got in the development squad then, we've still got Calvin Miller, under striker, in the development squad on the, the website. I know you like looking at that. I love the website. It's good, don't I? I like it. Uh, we've also got PJ Crossan uh, up there and Aidan Nesbitt, but Aidan Nesbitt is more of attacking. Midfielder, isn't he? Or was that last season? It was a Greenock last season. It mm. seemed to do quite well. Um, but we don't really have much depth there. Our young Starlet's coming through. Um, so you're hoping so this you is a chance for Aitchison to kind of kick on. Maybe what, what's the deal with Chief G? Has he been um, punted yet? Just been told to find a new club, I Was he? Right. Is he on the website? He's on the website. This is a striker for the first team. Yeah. Good. Soon to be deleted. <laughs> so, are you on the um, Aitchison in the chance or sign a striker? Yeah, I would say Aitchison's got to get a chance sometime. He's already made history, so try and build on that by by getting him a couple of games. But with an experienced first team behind him, some Aye. people that are going to help take that that weight off him. Um, is he, if he's starting to make the runs that Lee Griffiths was making when he came on uh, last week then it makes a big difference to the rest of the team being able to play with a bit more confidence or is it one of those if we get to the 55-60 minutes and we're running away with it then give him half an hour hmm? because we've seen against Rosenberg if we don't have a striker yeah. the team isn't a shadow of itself frankly with, without someone up front 
Aye, I'd do that. Uh, so, I, um, Paddy Roberts, Patrick, the Robo, Paddington Steel. Yes. Um, <laughs> is it going to happen? He's not coming back. You do, you He's 100% coming back. It's like no. it's a done deal. You just, I just, I just go with his Twitter account and what he did the other day is just, he's either just a total... percent sure that he, he did that? So he yes. changed, he had Man City stuff as the header. Yep, he changed the header to him and KT holding up a champion scarf and then his wee kind of image is him, I think, walking out of Lennox Town with that's, the Celtic that, camera. But those two images on are what off. it used to be. Aye, but that's been on and on off. He definitely changed them, Yeah, so he's on and off. It's now on. He's just, unless he's just a tease, which I imagine it would be, wouldn't <laughs> <can> you? <laughs> I, I don't know, I, ju- I just, I think, I, my my big issue is I think an, our club's gonna, I think an English club's going to come in for him nearer the, the window and I think he'll maybe try and play it out to nearer the window just in case someone else comes in for him. As, I mean, if, if you know, if it turns out he's, you know, back back in Glasgow before the Astana game, because we can have a wild card 24 hours before. Up to Tuesday night. Up to Tuesday night, well, you know, okay. Wait, where amazing, else is he going to go? I mean, he's... Who who would he want to go to? And uh, was this a draw for this the a yeah? Um, yeah Run of the mill English Premier League club. He's but he's a specific type of player. He needs to be on the front foot. You can't see him doing a defensive shift. That's how Forrest get him out the the side for much of last season as well. David, you think Paddy will be back? Do you want him back? Yep, I'm uh, pretty confident he'll be back before Tuesday. I've just got a feeling it's happening. You've got contacts in the club now as well, so, yeah, yeah, aye, so, so that's the foundation are always special, good with scoops like this. Special. <laughs> now we're getting closer. There's four teams left. Dundee. Ah, uh, this is the this live quarterfinal draw that everybody will know by the time this goes out. Yeah, but this is we're recording this one. Oh, that's all right then. Dundee Celtic. Oh, Dundee Celtic. There we go. Um, so we'll wait another round to get them pumped. Don't worry. I don't know who they got then. The, is that so? The um the the thing is though, would you be disappointed if he came on loan? Like is is everybody just of the opinion well, let's just get Paddy back regardless? I, I I just want him on a Celtic Chelsea, but see if Celtic were to sign him on a permanent deal and that was the only transfer business they did now. The rest of the window. I I, I think I would be absolutely over them and I think most Celtic fans would be I know Samani would be. Um so I would be happy with that. But if we get him on loan again, it's another season. How long is his deal at Man City? Cause 2020. Right, so he has got a fair bit of time now. But that's still two and a half I'm sure, years so, I'm sure somebody said that. I, didn't, I don't think I made that up. He said it with authority. <laughs> I know, I believing. totally believed that. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Two and a half years of getting him on loan, I think you're happy with that. Although I did see... And it, in fact, it was Agent Scotland, so it was utter shite. <laughs> <laughs> it's two and a half million for the season-long loan, and we're paying his wages, and it's aye, we're buying rubbish. him a Porsche. It's all fucking aye, nonsense. Um, no, I think I think if I mean if we nobody, sign if we sign him permanently, it's you know that'll be bigger than but Forster Samaras. They're ones that we've had on loan that then we've went on to to sign. Uh, that to would sign. be the biggest. Boric. Had him on one and then signed Did him. we? Did we? Yeah. I don't remember that. Jeez, oh, there we are. Learn something new every yeah, day. Bit of knowledge, there you go. But, and if the, I don't know how the Van Dyke deal was going to impact this because if he goes for. Pays you know, for Paddy, pretty aye, much. I mean, because if, if he had, 
and the inflated market down south is worth seventy million. Um, but there, you're effectively kind of got free money to fuck about with. So, but we, we've um, got, surely we've got a shit ton of money sitting there to know anyway. We're cash rich right now. And we've then the, and the other thing is, we get past Astana. You know, you've got the one followers Champions League. You get an extra probably what, so what was forty f- eh, four 30? million sorry from Van Dyke. Like oh, we get more than four for Van Dyke. Ten percent. Well, there's a ten percent selling clause in his. Well, is it ten? Well, I'm saying that ten percent of profit would be selling for thirteen or something. So ten percent of profit, not the well, 10% of sale. ten percent of sale. I think it's ten percent of sale. Right. Well, there you go. There's, if he goes for five six million, you're looking at least that, yeah. Um, money, 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 money. Spend it. Yeah, aye, aye. We should buy a striker. Like just blow it all on a striker. <laughs> okay. Big Borgerson or whatever that. Oh, big Alfred from Borgerson, yeah. The ten million pound man. Um, Teddy Bjornsson, mind him. We seen him. Mm-hmm. He was going to be the next big thing. Lennon said he was the first team, and then mm. nada, and then nothing. But anyway, think, did none of you think well, Paddy will hold off until he knows we're in the Champions League? You think that's maybe playing a wee part of it? Uh, I don't know if. I, I, I don't know because obviously we're in the playoff now. You would think that Paddy, having already set up a goal in Astana, that he would be like, no, I'll go and make sure they get in the Champions League rather than sit and watch. You know, I mean, he's going to be... Hold my drink. I've got this. Aye. I mean, he's (laughs) been playing, obviously not very much, but he's going to be fit. Mm -hmm. Maybe not totally match sharp, but you would think that... He would have a good cho- chance to feature in the game. In he knows the, how we play. Games. He would be able to go straight into the Exactly, the aye. But I don't know. Maybe he is waiting. Maybe he is hedging his bets. But Well, Nice have got Napoli, so that, that's a slight plus side. And they are not very likely. Did Nice not sign someone else, though? I think they, they got Schneider and there was someone oh, else they signed. Yeah. That boy for well. Monaco, a winner for Monaco. Aye. But I don't know. If it's another loan, we're going to be going through all this... In teasing bollocks next summer. But maybe it's the club. It. Maybe Celtic are kind of being Celtic and, and holding off um, to see whether they're going to get him on loan or go for the permanent deal. Potentially. Or Paddy just needs to get his finger out and come up and sign and that's it. Bring him home. Bring him home. Uh, anywhere else you want to strengthen? We've kind of talked, obviously, defensively, it looked like we needed to buy some people in, but maybe, like Sir Alston Miller, Ayer, Vetton, Maybe that's not quite as necessary. Would be, would... I, I, I don't think so. I think after seeing some of the performances last night, I think, I think we're all right. I think, as Brian said, we get Roberts back in. If we don't get Roberts, we need to get someone who can play in that position. You know, you've got Hayes would be back up for Sinclair. Um, Forrest needs competition. Um, we need someone better than Forrest realistically if we want to do do well in Europe. So. If you don't get Paddy, we need someone else in that position. But other than that, I don't think there's any urgency. Um, I want Shifty away. And Beaton's a question mark. If Brendan wants to keep him, then fair enough. But he's the only one... He's the. I, I think if, if Shifty goes, that's all the deadwood gone, which is, which is good. I mean, it's yeah. taken, you know, what, three transfer windows, but we've got there. Um, Bitton's not a bad Deadwood though because he's no, still no that's what I'm saying he like, does an important role for us he can come on and calm games yeah. which he's done in Europe well. yeah and we need that a big way. squad for the amount of games we're going to play this season so no, sh- Shifty's the only tug left get him away <laughs> <Yep. sorry. laughs> respectful 
Yeah. And I like the way you, you, you're like, yeah, if, if Brendan's happy with Bitton, that's fine. You, ah, you just handed that over to <laughs> Brendan. Ah, no problem. I'd get rid of him and take your money, but if Brendan wants him, then fair enough. <laughs> uh, David, do you have a point? Yeah, my only concern would be at centre-half for Champions League games. I think we've got a lack of pace there at yeah. times. That um, would be my only concern. But potentially that's only for three games, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, so you go, be pure hunters. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, my only concern is we're a bit slow in the turn we are although likes of Ayer coming in could change that a wee bit but you're worried because Ayer's Norwegian and maybe one of these guys that you like him for a wee while and then he starts to, start to get a bit annoying and then you just sort of go off him <laughs> like I'll every Norwegian you've got Ayer Stefan Johansson this season Tom, Thomas Ronnie. Harold Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie. Ronnie. Oh, will step up to right back Lustig will move into centre half with Ayer it'll be a Scandinavian centre back pairing Sorted. The one thing that might be quite interesting, though, like Brendan Rodgers has said, how he, he obviously he wants quality. He's not just going to buy players for the sake of it and all that. And he has said that to get that quality, we need to wait until later in the window when you know players become available and stuff. Be interesting if we get qualification for the Champions League, we get the denial money, uh, Van Dyke money. Sorry. Um, We've got a bunch of cash, maybe the Paddy Roberts situation sorted. Whoever else we go for will be interesting from the point of whose position are they taking over from. Because if you bring in quality... I think he, at this point, he's only going to sign first-team first players. You know, So that might identify positions, obviously, that he thinks were a bit weak. Not from the point of domestic football but for pushing on to the next level so it'll be interesting if if we end up we do have you know more than just Paddy Roberts coming in I'd be quite good to see wouldn't it because it would the problem then is that you're you risk like unsettling some of the the more senior players because you'd think their positions would be under threat um Lustig get right back yeah uh, a couple of centre halves it's prob- that's, that's, that's probably the next task for Rodgers though in the next 12 months yeah. is probably after getting all the deadwood away he's now got to start looking at right who's the older players that have only got 12, 18 months left at the top really and then trying to bed in replacements for them so the likes of obviously Brown Lustig like Gordon to Gordon yeah like- mm-hmm. I mean that I mean a goalkeeper do we, do we need to bring in another goalkeeper who's going to be a long-term replacement for... Well, De Vries didn't even play in the cup last night, which can understand with yeah. that young back four. Well, we've got <laughs> Hazard and uh, uh, Doohan boy, the the two goalkeepers for the development squad. And I think what... Connor Hazard's been... He's been... They always have three goalies at the start of the, the game for the training, so Connor Hazard's been there for, for quite a lot of the, the games. I think they're both quite highly thought of but they're not there's no way that one of them's gonna go in and what how many how long's Craig Gordon got left realistically? Two two seasons at the top. And then I you need so. to think about Gordon. I thought Gordon was only like 31, 32 or something. I thought he was older than that. Is he? Is he? Thirty four. And he's thirty he's ask, <laughs> ask, <laughs> ask Google. I will, I will but no I thought he was 34, 40, uh, 35 and uh, obviously injuries have been a problem for him so I don't know if he's going to be one of these. Craig four. Gordon, twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But just to clarify, uh, we've got a goalkeeper with a surname Hazard. Ah, that's <laughs> a bit worrying. Isn't Fantastic. It? <laughs> uh, Craig Gordon, thirty-four, born on Hogmanay. So there you are. Wow. Just a bit of trivia, a pub quiz that's never going to happen. 
Um, just That's our next project. Nine minutes, I think. Yep, that has actually been discussed. Uh, the supplement, is it, am I lying? Is it Saturday? It's dropping this weekend. This is edition four. Um, tomorrow I will be uploading all the images onto the articles that Christian has... Make sure uh, it's the right ones this time and all that private stuff you put up the last time I had to delete quite quickly. <laughs> I thought you blurred your face out of the ones you said. <laughs> um, so Christian's uh, put the articles on the website. He's edited them. I just need to get through because his English isn't the best. Well, yeah. Check that again. Um, and then just add just on there. some of the best either, just to say that. <laughs> he doesn't even know how to spell wolf. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so about a dozen articles or so? Yes. Um, the theme this uh, edition is to do with uh, politics and football. wonder where we get that idea from, especially everything that's been happening See if you get fined. You're paying it. <laughs> Um, well, you're the only one with flares on the night. What? Flares. Flares? You're getting fined for them. Oh, that's actually all right. That we'll move on. a little second. Well done. Move on. Um, yeah, so politics and football. We've got a couple of extra uh, guest writers. Oh, right, I just I believe the, the SSP. Uh, Scottish Socialist Party. I believe so. We've got a writer from there looking at politics and football. The, our staff writers that we've got as well they've all contributed wonderfully I'll have a read through them tomorrow and yeah so look about Friday night into Saturday morning the any illicit banners included in the artwork maybe Wolf at work Wolf at work <laughs> <laughs> there might be um, yeah so I'm looking forward to that I've not seen the the front cover yet we're waiting on Matt getting back to us with that but always a belt on it they've been excellent so far and uh, I've got InDesign now on my computer so mm -hmm. looking at next February before we'll be able to get a couple of them <laughs> in PDF form for you to download your phone yes. more easily um, no comment now uh, any other little points we want to pick up on before we wrap it up no? alright well uh, thank you very much for listening I've been Chris Bowd at the Chris Bowd uh, Keith McGinty, Ginty1888. Yes, yes. Yep. Uh, Brian, you're just at Brian McManus, aren't you? Brian That's McManus? it, nice and yep. simple. On Same as me. Twitter at LJFMC. Ah, Jesus, that's just uh, horrible, Louis. Really. Just fix it. Yeah, just my initials. Beastie, you're still a secret Twitter, aren't you? He is. Aye. Private, locked down. Mm -hmm. The L's a private gentleman. Due to the. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Due, due, due to reasons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at boy on the roads. Yeah, unfortunately, still sticking yep. with that. So, yep. B H O Y. Have you got your own Twitter you want to promote or any uh, other? No, no. So private. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, give him a follow. At boy on the road, cycling to every away game. Um, I just. A stand is going to be difficult, mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm just leaving after this, so right, if you good, could wrap up, good. guys, that'd be great. <laughs> yes. uh, but definitely donate. You can find the link on the uh, at Boy in the Road Twitter handle. We'll give it a wee retweet again. Thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you next week.
chasing her, was chasing Amy. Took me to the edge, told me jump with her. I was hypnotized, so I jumped with her, cause I wanted her. Confronted her between the sheets. I messed with her life, paging me, want me to mess with her. Don't feel like being stressed with her. She wants to walk in the park, I want to run the streets. I'm acting real cold, she's giving off heat. She'd rather see me get a diploma I go check out my homegirl Coma Coma and I have a cool relationship She give me keys to the crib And don't ask me for shit Stack the fridge for me to drink and eat up I'm scheming like a demon on the couch With my feet up, pay-per-view Championship out, main event didn't start So I slip right out and call life From the payphone, she's chewing me out She sensed that I'm cheating the way I'm moving about A nigga from the street is what you're trying to be Around, stop lying to me. Life, you know you act like a bitch, right? Then we just die. That's why I get high. And she said, My love, you try to deny. Well, please give me a try. But death's a fiend. Public places having sex with me. The streets are watching. I stay hard when she's next to me. We don't love these hoes. Before we lust, she introduced me to her girlfriend and off our bus. But not just while we must. Technology is what she taught to me Feels so nice Giving blowjobs in her mouth is glaciers of ice I act up cause I'm backed up A virgin is life Won't give it up Until I make her my wife Life won it all I just can't win Travel back to coma house Then I slip back in Coma lovely lady Sexy as can be She looks into my eyes And asks what's troubling me Powers beyond are humbling me Gotta pick one soul Which one will it be? Women like death is all around the world She said life is wonderful, a hell of a girl She wants to share her world, give you all she can That's a freak, slept with every damn man Life got you back, she's picking you up Death packs the gas straight, sticking you up Life can't live without you, she's picking you up But put life after death, cops are digging you up Life's precious, she's one of a kind Choose the death over life, you lost your mind Life is the one, for you no doubt Main event was over, so I broke the hell out They called life back, how silly I've been I took her for granted, when she's my best friend Nothing lasts forever, one day it will end But I'll remain loyal, until then Mentally strong, she would carry me Got down on my knee, life married me I feel so blessed, because she said yes Now I gotta break it off with death Tell her the right way, don't provoke her Cause how she living, me, Vida 